0: Now, with many Kiwis heading for the beach this summer, a new survey shows there is a growing appreciation of sustainable conservation efforts along our coastline. The survey was carried out by Coast Care Bay of Plenty, which is a coastal restoration organisation that has been operating since 1994. Rusty Knutson is Coast Care Regional Coordinator. He joins me now. Hi, Rusty. Hi, Jesse. How are you doing? Good. It's a great name, Rusty Knudsen. Welcome to the show. You've been on with Thank me before, haven't you? I have indeed. Yep. Yeah. Remind us what Coast Care Bay of Plenty does.
1: Uh, so we as you've said in your intro, we're a partnership between coastal communities, local government, and the Department of Conservation. And we, uh, with the gracious help of nearly three and a half thousand volunteers, um, we restore the dune systems in New Zealand, protect them and
0: restore the dune systems in
1: the, in the Bay of Plenty, sorry. In the
0: Bay of Plenty, yeah. So what area do you cover? Uh,
1: pretty much from Waihi Beach right around to East Cape. Okay. Quite about 156 kilometres
0: of ocean, of open coastline. And what do you mean restore the sand dunes?
1: Um, so uh, most years we put in around about 60,000 native dune plants with the help of about 3,500 volunteers at roughly 100 um, community events and so it's a it's a really true partnership between the community and and the local government I guess
0: why is that needed
1: well obviously uh, we're all conscious of of climate change and and certainly the last couple of summers have been pretty tough for our dune systems but our dune systems in addition to providing homes for many of our wildlife and and native plant species uh, they also provide um, quite a lot of protection from these coastal events so we do our best to both protect the properties that sit behind them but just as equally as important in the biodiversity that lives in and on them.
0: Is it hard to plant on dunes? No it's actually really easy, and then at our
1: events we see uh people coming from sort of three four years old right up to to their nineties so it's it's a it's an event that that pretty much anybody in the community can contribute to.
0: What sorts of plants are you putting in uh so so all natives um probably
1: the majority of them would be the native penal and uh spinifex. Um, and the reason we choose those plants is that they are uniquely adapted to both the environment and to trapping sand, which is one of the key outcomes that we look for is we want to grow our beaches as much as possible.
0: Yeah, what does a healthy sand dune look like?
1: Uh, well, it has a, has a gradual profile, I guess, to the, to the most part, and it ends in uh, quite a big, broad, wide piece of dune which is in the front covered by spinifex and pingao and at the back more uh, larger native species. We don't actually have very many full dune profiles left in either the Bay of Plenty or in New Zealand.
0: Can you see the good that your work is doing? Yes, that's the, th- that's the wonderful
1: thing, says. I've only been in the program a couple of years, but it's one of the things that struck me really early. Just as an example, if you uh, look at pictures of the 1970s and 80s of Mount Maunganui Main Beach, you'll see that there's sand blowing up onto the road, not many dune species, and it looked pretty average, and today it's a thing of absolute beauty.
0: That's great to hear. And, and what are the knock-on effects of that?
1: Well, it means that we, as uh, I say, it, it helps protect infrastructure and property in behind, but it also provides the the uh, the habitat for some of our native species, like our trawls and our native skinks as well.
0: Tell us about the beach user survey you've done.
1: Yes, so we haven't uh, done this now for uh, roughly ten years, um, but. But in doing it this time around, we have learnt that, A, uh, that the community values roughly the same things, although what I will say is that, interestingly, in the past it's mostly been about safe and enjoyable place for families, um, and that is still very important to our users, but also increasingly the protection of the wildlife and the dune systems themselves has become equally as important, which is a, a really nice thing to say. And it's also, I think, in part due to the as I say, 30 years of both community helping and being educated about our June system through Coastcare. Why did you do the survey? Uh, it's actually appropriate to, to be reviewing the Coast Care program in total as we uh, head through our 30th year anniversary and just make, check in with our communities, make sure that we are on track, which it appears that we are, um, but also just to give it those tweaks to keep it uh, real and vital for, for the next 30.
0: Yeah, and with all the ways in which we're going backward environmentally, it must be pleasing for you to see progress in at least the attitudes around the coast from the people you've surveyed.
1: 100%, Jesse. That's, that's the key, is that our volunteer community not only do the mahi, but they're also the people that are out there uh, um, advising other community members about the appropriate behaviours and what they can do to help.
0: What does good care of the dunes look like for people visiting Bad Plenty this summer? I
1: guess the main thing is it's it's being respectful and considerate both of other beach users, but also of the environment that you're in. You know, If we go back to our childhoods, or my childhood anyway, maybe 30, 40 years ago, you know, there were only 3 million Kiwis using the beach. Now there are five, five and a bit. And I guess all those extra people, their feet, their vehicles, and their animals um, are, are putting an incredible amount of pressure on our dune systems. So the key thing for us really is... is be considerate, stick to the access ways where you can, and if possible, keep your dogs on your leads and stay out of the dunes.
0: Uh-huh. Um, some places will have signs up, but even if they don't have signs, you think it's good to practice not to be wandering over the dunes?
1: Well, look, we don't want to be the, you know the, the people that spoil the fun of everybody for sure. We understand that people enjoy being in the dunes and walking through them. But what we just need is people to understand that 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 does do damage both to the plant species that live there and therefore through the animals and the birds that live in those systems. And, And it means that we have to often come back to places that we've been to before, and obviously funding's limited, so the less we have to do that, the better off we all are.
0: Do you need any help from authorities, councils, that sort of thing?
1: Well, that was one of the interesting things that came out of the survey. Is, is our councils fund the program with, along with uh, Department of Conservation now, um, but money is always short. Uh, we never have enough. We have plenty of volunteers, but we never have enough plants to get the job done. Um, and so, yes, one of the things that came out of the survey survey was that our respondents clearly told us that they wanted these programs to continue to be funded. Um, and probably just as a little aside, we're starting to think about how we might um, bring in external partners to help us along. That, that journey as well.
0: Oh, you want a good sponsor? Ideally, yeah. that would be wonderful. Okay, where do you get the plants that you plant on the dunes? Um, so we have a, a, a very awesome
1: uh, plant nursery that's uh, privately owned in Fakatani. And they pretty much produce most of the uh, the plants for at least the North Island and some of the South Island. Um, they are quite difficult to grow, and so we are very very fortunate to have the um, the support and help of Coastlands Plant Nursery in Fakatani.
0: That's great. And uh, as Chief Credit Officer, I've got to ask you about the invertebrates. Um, are you are there insects and other kind of invertebrate life that you're keen on protecting too?
1: Yes, there are. Uh, I guess. Like most things, it's the pretty beautiful things that get the most attention. But, but certainly, again, the environment, the, the, the conditions that we're trying to produce, the habitat in the dunes, um, provides the space for those invertebrates to live as well. And of course, those invertebrates are feeding the things like the skinks and, and the bird life.
0: Tough job being a ground nesting bird in 2023, isn't it? Absolutely. And
1: that's probably one of the other key messages that both came through the survey and and which we'd like to get out is is that, you know, dogs love being free on the beach. But, and again, when there were only 3 million people, the number of dogs on the beach wasn't that great. But as our population grows and the number of dogs do and the number of unleashed dogs do, then our poor old uh, nesting birds, like the dotterel, they spend most of their nesting season, which is October through to March, running away from dogs. So, So just, again, don't want to spoil the fun, but we would just appreciate people being considerate and where possible keeping their dogs on the lead.
0: Nice to talk to you. Thanks for the great work you do, Russell. Awesome, Jesse, and the same to you, my friend. Have a good Christmas. Rusty Knutson from Coast Care Bay of Plenty.